Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to episode 10 of the Attacking Scrum podcast. Today we've got a, a fronting up special for you, which is a bit of a Christmas report for all of the regions. We'll see uh, how, they've, uh, how they've gone on in 2016 and, and what they're going to need to improve on into 2017. Kind of who's, uh, who's flying and hitting their straps and, and who's, uh, who could probably benefit from a, a bit of a Christmas break, which one man who definitely could is Dan Killick. Evening, Dan. Am I nodding off, am I? Yeah, it looks looks like 2016's taken its toll on you a bit. What do you think of my Christmas jumper? Oh yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> an absolute cracker. I'm sure um I'm sure the listeners would uh, would love to see a fair that maybe you could tweet one after uh, I've, after we finished. I've had a few people coming into uh, the office this week actually pulling the pulling my carrot. Yeah? Yeah, that yeah. That's it's not too, a euphemism, is it? It's not, no. <laughs> Just as well. Um so yeah, what no, with all your trips to the acupuncturist and people pulling your carrot, I'm beginning to uh, <laughs> Can see a different side to it, then. She did try. No, um, yeah, no. I'm ready for. Uh, I'm ready to break up now for the yeah. year. I'm pretty whacked. Yeah, yeah. Um, saying that, mind you, you're looking a little bit ropey. Yeah, I do though. That's my look. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a kind of haggard-looking bloke. <laughs> Tough paper round. I'm only 22, but I don't look it. Yeah. Oh dear. That's it. It has. Uh, it has taken its toll, and also as well, you know. Poor us. This isn't our full time job, is it? I know it doesn't come across. We sound like professional broadcasters, but this is uh, this is something we do in our spare time for shits and giggles. Yeah. No, I know. I'm looking forward to. Uh, we have a little bit of time off. What's that over Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the world of rugby never sleeps, though, does it? You know, and if you follow if you follow us on Twitter or on uh, on Facebook, you'll know that. You yeah. know, and you'll see that. Although yeah. you've you've slacked off a bit recently. I have. Yeah. I have. I know. I need to pick up a little bit of that. But, yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm the one. Doing all the heavy you lifting. Consist- you consistently putting out uh, some, some some bits and bobs. Would you say I Maybe am? That's the- my New Year's resolution. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good New Year's resolution. Have. Would you say I'm the Alan Wynne Jones of Facebook posts? Yeah, you're definitely the engine there. Yeah. And I'm more of the. Uh, you're a bit of a luxury, I think. I think so. I yeah. think you'd be the 
the James Hook. I was going to I knew that was coming. I'm, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, I was probably a bit harsh on Hooky, actually. But um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two, fi- two fine Ospreys that we start with, and that feels like a, a pretty good place to start, right, for, um, for our 2016 review with, uh, with a look at the Ospreys. So, I mean, they had a... If you cast your mind back to last season, right, mm. they had a, a really tough time of it in 2015-16, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And they've... Um... They're playing some great rugby, aren't they? Yeah. Do you, really do you think just to, to just to dig a bit deeper on that 2015-16 thing was that just a World Cup hangover? So you know a lot of players off during that time and kind of probably a bit fatigued afterwards. Do you think that was what kind of caused the I think disappointing a, season by their yeah, standards? I think it was a little bit of that. I think they've I think they've adapted. They've changed the way they play to a degree. Um, and as we know, whenever you make a change um, in this in the style, you're going to have uh, more than likely, anyway, you can have a few uh, a few slip ups. Oh, is that a, uh, is that a mention? A little nod of a uh, tip of the cap to Wales, is it? No, no, no. All right, no. okay. Um, no, but they have. They're, play, they're playing. They're playing really exciting rugby, aren't they? Yeah, I think I um, think they've scoring masses of tries. They scored the most, haven't they, in the league? There. It's, it's 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 good good heads up rugby. And it looks a bit more like the Ospreys that we've uh, that we've come to expect. Through their through their history, doesn't it? You know the the pack looks like a dominant pack. Certainly in the Pro Twelve, anyway, they're able yeah, to to exert themselves over. Uh, you know, kind of show their power over some of the other teams. Yeah, the starting fifteen are great, aren't they? And then you look at the bench, and it's really powerful. And then you start totting up the players that aren't actually you know in the in the in the match day squad, and it's pretty frightening. They've got I, a lot of depth. I think that's what has kind of set them apart. So I mean, we're probably in agreement that they're. The strongest, yeah, they are the strongest they region, are, they? definitely. And the and the, I'm hopping around a bit here, but the coach, the coaches as well have done a brilliant job, haven't they? They yeah. really have, you know, fantastic. They have, and it, it's kind of been a difficult period through their history because you had the kind of a strong, a strong side in its early formation. Then you went through the Galactico era, yeah. where arguably they should have achieved more with the the caliber of players they had. And then you've got this kind of reinvention of of the Ospreys into into what they've become now, and Tandy's been a, a and, and Griff Reese for that matter have been a have been linchpins of that. Yeah, they, and 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 a few of the you know a few of the other chaps behind the scenes as well. So they've got a really solid setup there, um, and um, yeah, they weathered quite a few storms. It's an, it's, it's 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 some good management going on. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's going to be really exciting now going into uh, 2017, isn't it? To see how they. How they kick on? They need European rugby, though, don't they? Yeah, massively. It's got to happen, um, and it looks as if you know, it looks as if it will. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would. I think it would take something. Well, I, I, you never you know what know, could happen in twenty seventeen. No, but I, I think they'll be there. I, I, really do. I don't think they could go into the year any better prepared than than they are. You know, in good league form with a good strong squad, and I think it is that strength in depth that sets them apart. Yeah, you, know, you kind of touched on it there. But you've got two international class outside halves. Well, you know, Wales is number one and two, whichever order you want to put mm. them. And then you've, you know, even when Webby's been injured, you've got the likes of uh, of Haberfield who's able to to step into that, and Leonard who's got he, lots of experience. Haberfield's been playing well, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, good, good boy, isn't he? Skippers quite often, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, the backs they got a lot of 
lot of depth. And then you look at and somebody like I think he's at you. You know, you're a big, big fan of him, but Dan Evans. Yeah, he's he's Mister Consistent, isn't he? Every club that he's played for, he's been brilliant. Um, I mean, I can't. He's he's got to be. He's got to be one of the most uh, the most consistent players out there, isn't he? Is he one of the most underrated as well? I don't think he's underrated. I think he's he's rated highly. Oh, he um, certainly is amongst anyone you know, any Ospreys fans, and I'm yeah. sure Dragons fans feel the same as I do about him. Potentially, uh, he's not. I don't think he's known outside of uh, outside of Wales, really. But he'd do a great job in the uh, if if he if he went and played in the English leagues, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, it's it's. Every time you see him play, you think, you know, could he could he slot in for us? It's just the, I'd love to see him get a crack at it at some point. I think he'd go well, but it's yeah. it's he doesn't have quite the pace, does he, for for the international? Uh, yeah, but some of the lines or, or he runs, he? yeah, are just phenomenal. Because his rugby brain is so good. Yeah, quite often you can make up with you know he'll 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 cut an angle, um, whether it be in defence or attack, which will make up for you know his his. Um, his slight lack of speed then he's not yeah. slow but no. so we've seen in the past with players that haven't been the quickest um, but I, I think he'll just be a, a brilliant club player and, but he is a brilliant club player I think he's absolutely yeah. integral to um, he was, he was, to their success you must have been really upset when he left the uh, Dragon I mean he was, he was I never incredible. understood it and yeah it really frustrated me at the time because the Dragons then were very similar to what yeah. they are now, you know, side languishing yeah. down the bottom of the Pro then 12. You had, you had, Fuss, you had Fuzzle, uh, Fuzzle, Fuzzle went before, before that. And um, he, Fuzzle was good. He, yeah, he was he a good was, player. He, was, he had a great, uh, great season for the Ospreys, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. And again, became a very reliable club player for them. Yeah. Um, he was scoring. Dan Evans was, Dan Evans was a massive loss, though. And he, yeah. he played some rugby at 10 for the Dragons that season and looked really good. Yeah. I think it was one of the Judgment Day games. I can't remember who... Possibly Scarlets played, and he looked fantastic. I think he picked up man of the match from ten. Yeah, I'm trying to think back to that. But then they bought they bought in Chris Burton. Remember him, yeah, the Italian, an incredible Australian. What a strange signing. Yeah. Um. I. What was that about? I don't know, but if that had anything to do with it, if you're going to put your money in one, in one camp or the other, then what a foolish piece of business that looks like. Because you know, we'll come on to the dragons later. But if you well, can't, he, know, he was known for missing drop kicks, wasn't he? Missing that was about drop the kicks, with the penalties, and yeah, yeah. all sorts. Play um, never. Yeah, I think yeah, very odd. It was, but yeah, they said. So, I mean, they certainly got the Ospreys in the uh, the back division. Some seriously, um, some seriously talented players, yeah. and the youngsters as well. You know, Dab Howells and and Keelan Jars of this world, hugely exciting players to watch. So I mean, they look well set there. And then in the pack, well, yeah, Tipperick, Alan Wynne Jones. Nicky Smith's going really, really well this season. Then you've got the like you know, Sam Parry, who's yeah, another great. one. <laughs> Sam Parry's a you know terrific talent, and Rory Thornton in the second. Thorn- round. Yeah, Thornton and Bradley Davis. They've got and um, um, and Lloyd and Lloyd Pierce as well. They've got massive yeah. amounts of, of players in in each of these positions. Really, someone who I uh, someone who I wish wish was Welsh as well is uh, our hip. Yeah, he's mean, he is. isn't he? He's no, mean. He's a very, very good player. Yeah, again, um, falls into that mould of what I um, what I think uh, a tired prop should look like. Just a bit of a bastard, yeah. you know. You wouldn't mess with Dimitri Arhet. No, you wouldn't. Although I don't know, he's, he's he looks as if he quite he could could be quite a soft chap, you know. I don't know. Um, maybe it's off 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 the pitch. Off yeah, the pitch. But yeah, brilliant player. Okay, just to uh, just to finish then on the Ospreys, convince them make the playoffs. Yep, 
I think they're the real deal this year. Okay, how far can they go? All the way. What do you think they'll win it? Oh, do I think they'll win it? Yeah, I'm going to back them. Okay. Let's go for it. What do you think? I'm going to go a bit more conservative. I think <sighs> I think they can make the final if they if they can get a home semi. But then, yeah, I suppose anything could happen. But they'll definitely make the playoffs. They've got the squad. They've got the squad this year. Yeah. To do it, haven't they? Yeah, they do. Um, and they're playing and they, well. And, and we couldn't have said that before. There was a f- there was a few positions where if there was uh, if, if 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 the key guys were out, then you it was just a little bit weak. I can't see a weakness at the moment. No, no, it's just, yeah. It's... But it's going to be mighty tough, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I'm backing them. Okay, well, yeah, that's a, a bold prediction. It'd be good to uh, it would be good to see. Yeah, I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. After that, I'm not I'm not so sure. But they got a proven pedigree, you know, within that within that camp. They're they're champions before and having won, you know, in uh, in Leinster's backyard. So I don't know. Maybe they won't fear anyone. Hooky comes in. Hooky comes in. Well, yeah, that's it. It's, um, yeah, and then you know the squad starts to strengthen for next season. Are there, are there any other areas you think they they could use uh, a player or two? Assuming they make European rugby, which we both think they will, that's where the step up, you know, really comes in. What additions would they need to make to that squad to make them competitive in Europe? Isn't there a, another winger? Okay. Um, Bit early for Giles and Howells and the likes. Yeah, the Dav. You know, Dav Howells is. He's no that he's got a lot of gas, mm. um, but he's a little bit raw, a little bit green, isn't he? He's under the high ball. He's not so not not too good. Yeah, um, he gets pulled off from time to times. Does he? <laughs> um, with his carrot. No, he's um, yeah, he's uh, a lot of ability, isn't he? But I yeah. think they just need they need a, they need a, a, a top class um, experienced winger who would make a big difference. Okay. Um, outside of that, though. They're pretty well, pretty much, pretty much there. Yeah. Really. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. I think they've got good, um, good strength in depth. I just think they could probably use one or two. Uh, yeah. I think winger. You're absolutely right. They could use a bit of a a marquee signing of a winger to give them a bit of confidence in um, in those big games. But I mean, the squad is a lot stronger than they last played in Europe. Yeah. The likes of Bradley Davis in there, and then Hook coming back will. Will only strengthen that. Yeah. And Sam almost, Davis, Sam Davis has moved on as a player in that time yeah, as well. He, you know, he has. You almost, you know, we talk about them bringing. I don't, I don't really want them to do that because we've got two two Welsh boys, um, you know, there that, that 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 will miss out on game time. Um, but you do think if they're, you know, to go uh, to to kick on to the next level, sadly, you, it's probably needed. Yeah, maybe. What about what about Lee Halfpenny? Well, any anyone that's anyone that's going to come that's coming back wants to uh, you know is linked to is linked to the Ospreys. Well, yeah, it seems um, that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you, how, do you think? Moving off. Mm. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that's healthy? Do you think the? No. That we just load up. It's only natural that you're going to be drawn towards the most successful of the clubs. So no, it's not. But you can't pick all of them. You know, I don't think I don't think Dan Lydiot's going to be sticking around there post contract. Because I think he needs first team rugby to. Well, we've seen it before we, when players don't, when they miss out, they they quite often drop off. But they'll move clubs, mm. you know, whether they move to another another one of the regions. But they they tend to sort of lose a, lose a bit of the spark, and that's natural, I suppose, because they're not playing in their, you know, in the clubs at which they're they're with at that time. But um, I just wonder whether anything could be done, and 
you've answered it, there probably isn't anything that can be done because the players want to want to go to the best sides. But if, the, if the clubs are independent entities, which you know they they need to be, I suppose the only area where there could be any intervention is with national dual contracts, but that's a bit of a grey area. So no, I, I think it's kind of only natural that players would want to go back there. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure there's anything that can that can be done with that. But you see where I'm going with it. Can't yeah, you? I can. So, but no, I, I agree with you. I think it'd be great to see. Um, it would be great to see much more um, to watch those Welsh boys get a chance, and and they've obviously benefited. You know, because if you were to go back to 2008, 2009, if the squad was the same then, the Ospreys probably would have bought in a, a player who might have meant that Sam Davis didn't get the game time to develop or. Yeah, they would have come out and uh, yeah. they would have signed them up. Yeah. It's it's good to see um it's good to see them uh, in the position they are, which seems to be a healthy balance and that's a game why the coaching staff have got to be given credit, haven't they? Because they've got they brought on a lot of the a lot of youngsters. Yeah. Um and quite a few of the players they brought in from the likes of the Dragons and and, and the other sides have, have, have stepped up. Not good news for you. But, <laughs> it's uh, not. It's just another um, another frustrating thing that you can watch the likes yeah. of um, of Parry and Evans look so comfortable in the best the best region in Wales. Yeah, you know you can only think what might have been, and you know Johnny Evans tearing things up for, yeah. for Scarlets as well. Yeah, um, on fire. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mention it every week, but. Um, Let's move on then to the Scarlets, actually. Just use that as a bit of a segue. Because they're a side who had a horrible end to last season. And absolutely, you know, looked as though they were found out when all the all the other sides benefited from their Rugby World Cup stars coming back. They had a bad start to this season. They've drawn in the pool of death in Europe. But their league form of late has been fantastic. They finished the year on a, on a high yeah. from a league perspective. Complete turnaround. They're picking up... Uh, bonus points for fun, aren't they? Yeah. Um, riding high on confidence. It's. I I didn't I I didn't know I didn't quite know how they were going to get out of uh, of the rut they were in. Yeah. Um, I really thought they were uh, the, the, the the run of bad luck was going to continue, and they've just completely turned it around. Um, it's again their coaching staff. I think you have to give the coaching staff really credit got, there yeah. because. You know, when we started doing these podcasts, Pivak was under a lot was, of pressure. Yeah. And, you know, if you can steady the ship like that and... He stuck to his guns. You know, what is it, seven wins on the spin in the league, yeah. I think. Admittedly, some of those, while well, the, uh, the autumn, you know, they've uh, playing, I suppose, weaker sides. But then, you know, they've lost a fair share themselves, haven't they? They lost a, yeah, they a lot of their backs down there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, massive... Uh, Massive hats off to the coaching staff and Stephen as well of uh, Stephen Jones, of course. Yeah, no, definitely. And his work with the backs seems to to be kind of um, it seems to be bearing the fruits of that labour now. Patchell's looking a bit more comfortable. Yeah, Patchell's Patchell's playing well, isn't he? Um, he seems to be controlling things, and the forwards forwards are moving moving on because they were in they were in the in a right old mess weren't they yeah the first few games in the season they looked really kind of yeah. weaker you know weaker in the, in, the, in the front five and the youngsters that well have, this uh, is this has been the big difference the youngsters have, yeah made a massive difference haven't they 
some yeah. tremendous finds there. You know, Elias and, well, Boyd. and Boyd. Yeah, uh, look absolutely outstanding. Can, um, James Davis, obviously. James Davis has been terrific for two years now. Yeah, he's, he's Mr. Consistent, isn't he? Yeah, but that that kind of strength in depth, being able to call upon a player like Boyd and go, actually, we can trust this guy to play six, seven, eight. Yeah, looks brilliant. Elias being a real strong ball carrier, meaning you don't miss. Ken Owens when he's off on on Wales duty, that's a a massive uh, a massive boost for them. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's one, he's definitely one to watch, isn't he? I can see him in a, in a putting on a Welsh stop. Still a bit fragile in the front row. Yeah, they could. Uh, you know, if they if they especially if they pick up an injury, um, and you'd like to see somebody else coming in there just to firm them up a little bit. Mm. But a, a a big difference to where they were. Um, uh, Rob Evans is now. Uh, That's good news. Yeah, is now back, so he'll have a, a positive effect on things. Yeah, um, I think quick note for um, for Win Jones has gone well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, so I, I think you, again you talk about um, bringing in players, getting their opportunity. It's kind of taking it with yeah, both hands. Of, I think. I think a lot of the a lot of the, lot of the boys are taking it, haven't they? And, and they're holding on to it now. Um, and then the likes of you know Hadley Parks uh, just. Being at the heart of everything good that they do, um, great news that he's sticking around for them. Yeah, it is really good news, isn't it? And he'll he'll really, you know, help to gel with the culture they've got going on. And they've got something special going on there as well. So, yeah, yeah see I mean, what happens. yeah, feels like uh, they've moved along massively in the last uh, in the last six weeks to to kind of two yeah. months. I think mean, also Steph Evans needs needs a mention. Yeah, he? absolutely. He's, he's been a real consistent performer. Um, Ball of energy popping up here, there, and everywhere, scoring, and uh, and then your man who moved from the Dragons. Yeah, sorry to, to rub, rub I know that in the game, it up, but, um, but he is he is on fire. I he's made that shit his own, hasn't he? <laughs> no one's going to get you it back give, off him. You at can't the give that to yeah. You know, again, you rewind twelve months, and you looked at that and thought, oh, well, Gareth Davis and, and Alec Davis, two great mm. scrum halves. Gareth Davis hasn't looked particularly convincing for Wales. Nope. No, he hasn't. I, I just think Jonathan he's, Evans has made that made that shirt his own. He's looked brilliant. He's smiling. And Patchell has, benef- has benefited yeah. from yeah. from good service and the different threat that Evans offers. Well, those two have clicked, haven't they? Yeah. And he's they're they're both playing with smiles on their feet. They're enjoying it, and uh, the balls just seem to be you know bouncing to the lap. They're getting they're getting the rub of the green, aren't they? Um, you get a nine and ten going well. Yeah. And an eight with Boyd. And and you know you, you you could you've got a very very strong foundation there, so yeah it's really good to see. Yeah. An idea I've just had. I could see you were right. sort of yeah I was, up something. You, you could were, see the cogs turning, couldn't I you? I was going to say, what did I just say? You, you probably can't remember. No, what I was thinking is, <laughs> if you were Wayne Pivak writing your Christmas list, right? Topical, yeah, bit of festive mm. theme in here. If you're writing your Christmas list, what would you be asking for? What would you be asking for there? I wish I'd done this. For the Ospreys, because this would have been a brilliant theme for all four teams. Anything. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's, it's a Christmas list. You know, you're writing your your letter to Santa. Yeah. What would you be asking for? Well, he'd be asking to win. He'd be asking to win all the uh, the remainder of the games, wouldn't he? But... Should I give you what I put on there? I'd put. Well, this is I'd your put, question. I'd, so put a, I'd put a lock on. I thought it would be a bloody brilliant idea, and it's falling on its ass now. I'd be asking for another lock forward. I think they could use. Um, I think they could use some reinforcements in second row, and I'd be asking for a good run of form for for Samson Lee. 
to get back to, to where he needs to. I think that would, would make a massive difference to them in 2017. Any backs? Um, I mean, they've got plenty of centres. Yeah, but they're not... Patchell yeah. looks convincing at outside half now, or much more convincing. Like we said, they've got loads of scrum halves. I think Jonathan... If we could see Jonathan really come into, come into some form... Yeah. Um, he would make a big difference. He would. Um, I think the shackles need to come off a bit, don't they? Yeah. I mean, what's the uh, is bull ring? He's um, yeah. He's come along. I think he's, I think he's, he's playing a lot better. Yeah, you're right. I mean, second row. Yeah, they 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 could do with. Uh, have they have they got him coming in? Uh, well, I mean, again, the the reliance is on ball who's yeah. struggled with injury. Well, he'll, yeah. I mean, he'd yeah. So as a second row, um, I think Jonathan really coming into some form, and they'd be yeah. They couldn't they couldn't ask for any more, could they? Yeah. No, I think they'd. Um, Apologies for my appalling uh, answer of. Uh, it's fine, you've ruined it. Winning, winning, winning games. games. Yeah, it's fine, you've ruined it. Don't worry about it. Winning's everything, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, yeah, let's not get into yeah, that debate yeah, against you. Yeah. All right, then, just to, to finish on the Scarlets, will they make the playoffs? I, 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 I don't think they will. Okay, I, I think, think they're, they're going to just miss out as well. Will they get European rugby again next year? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think it's. I think I'd be. Um, does that would that constitute a good season for them? Yeah, I think it would do. Um, thinking, you know, looking back to where they started, and they got a relatively new, you know, new setup there. Um, in terms of players, yeah, with a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of players there. Um, the pack, they they had to rebuild, um, and I think next year. Obviously, they want to join on next year, next, the, the following season. Mm. Um, that's when we will see a we will probably see a really really strong scarlet side with a you know decent pack. The backs you know, the backs are, are, are great at the moment, aren't they? But um, then we'll see them kick on. Okay, I'll move on to the Blues then. Yeah, mixed bag, right? Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean they started so well, didn't they? And um, they did. And I also think they started the year. Kind of putting behind them the the woes of 2015, mm. it felt like you could see Danny Wilson moving the side forward. And in recent weeks, I feel like we've lost that a bit. Yeah, I mean they had some, they had a lot of decisions that that went against the refereeing decisions. Um, more so, I think some of the other sides. I know you you shouldn't really bring that into it, yeah. but they did have some 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 bad luck. Um, but they're they're a bit light. The squads. Squad's a bit thin, isn't it? Uh, yeah, again, I feel like yeah, they sometimes miss the power up front. Yeah. You know, like we said, at points they were playing two converted back rowers in the second row, which is great if it's a fast and open game. Yeah. Especially on their, on their, their pitch, pitch at the arms part. If the, yeah, if they're on... But they're, they're being found out a little bit now on, the, on that pitch as well, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I don't quite... I don't think the Blues quite know what combo they want to go with. Um, you know, the nine and ten um, hasn't quite clicked for me. Um, well, this is—I mean, this this again is a bit of a concern that you know, obviously Anscombe's picked up a knock in recent times. Um, is the young fly off? I think he's unfit as well. Jared Evans. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Out injured, is he? And after that. There's nothing, you know. They've had to bring Nicky uh, Nicky Robinson out of retirement yeah. to yeah. to play at ten. Again, you think that's a bit of a that's got to be a concern. Yeah, yeah, it will be because it's such a big position, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Especially the way that they're playing. 
you know, you well, need someone who can dictate. Yeah. yeah, you need someone who can dictate play and and uh, yeah, and Shingler. Yeah, Shingler, of course, as well. Um, Are you going to say up the tempo? Then? I was going to say up the tempo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, to say up now. the tempo, he's had a bad couple of weeks, Lloyd Williams. Yeah. You know, it's kind of um, when the chips have been down, the kicking game, it's not just his responsibility, but the kicking game, the Blues have seemed to be, you know, really quite aimless. And we say, you know, it doesn't matter what level of rugby it is, if you kick aimlessly, you're asking for trouble. Yeah, that's something they, they have to address, don't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's taking them a it's taking them a while to uh, to get to that point of addressing it, because um, hasn't been that sharp for a while. No, and the defence has looked porous yeah. at times, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's going to be going into 2017. I think it's going to be hard for them. Any um, any rays of sunlight? Any kind of uh, glimmers of hope that you can that Blues fans will be able to to cling on to? I mean, Gethin's going, going very well, isn't he? Um, but then he'll be off. He'll be um, off the Six Nations, won't he? Yeah. And, uh, and probably with the Lions. Yeah, I get it. Probably. I think he'll get in. Um, it's difficult. It's difficult to see what, how they can turn, how they can turn this around because uh, I, I don't. I, Anscombe's not. He has had. He has had some good, some goodish games for the Blues. I think Blues fans have been pretty. On the whole, have been pretty happy with him. I think, yeah, I think he's gone. That about sums it up, though. He's gone pretty well, but he hasn't been. He hasn't been brilliant, and with the way in which they, with the squad they've got, you need your ten to be absolutely firing and completely controlling, um, and pulling the strings. Mm. And he, he he doesn't do that for me. Okay. Um, and that's something they. That's something they've got. They, they've got. They've got to address, unless. Unless they really beef up the the, the pack, pack yeah. um, and play a more direct game, um, so they're in a quandary. Yeah, uh, a couple of things I think they can be pleased with is is some of their recruits. So Halaholo looks like a a real class act. Yeah, and you know with Lilo alongside him, they they look like two really good. I know Lilo was the season before, but they both look like a, a pair of match winners there. Do you think they? When they're having a good run of games with um, with Anscombe, that could be that could be sensational. Yeah, to see how many more Kiwis we can fit in that back line as well, shall we? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean he's. I think the pair of those that class. Um, yeah, I think they'll go. They Costa would go well with. Uh, you could argue with uh, with anyone at ten, but yeah, um, you know, to be fair to Anscombe, what I've seen of him playing for the Blues at ten, I think he's he's done well. And they have benefited from, from you know his uh, his distribution and his general ball skills. I think he's done he's done well in there. Do you think he my my main concern for them is their defence and their and the power up front. Mm. That's that. There are things that are need addressing, and I think they will need addressing when the when it comes around to the summer as well. I think they need to beef up that and beef up the the front five. So you beat so on their on their wish list you'd bring in. Yes, yeah. If you want to bring this back to my doomed theory, I of can't a, answer it. So Christmas list. Yeah, I'll have to fling it um, back at you. yeah, I think it's so. I think it's about um, about beefing up the pack for them. Mm. That's uh, that's what I would say. I just think it means you know you can. It doesn't limit you to to hoping for quick ball and and doing it at home. It, it means you've got you know you never see a side with a 
with a mean front five um, being uh, what's the word prohibited by that. I, I, I just think you know you can you've always got the option yeah. to bring on a back row in the second row if things have slowed up. So do you think they've um, they've really missed uh, the big man at uh, number eight? Nick Williams, yeah. yeah, definitely. And again, I think he was integral to that early season he, form. They kind of thought it goes hand in hand a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and he always seems to he always seems to be breaking over the gain line yeah. and uh, yeah. and causing trouble. But you have to have more up your sleeve than that because again, I think he was figured out. Not him in particular, yeah. but that over reliance on him was figured out fairly early. Well, doors. he was in a few of the games, wasn't he? They, mm. He was nullified, um, yeah. and then yeah, if you stop if you stop him at source, there's nothing else coming. Yeah. Um, but what a guy to you know, what a guy yeah. to get. Like, I mean, either way, they are football. they are better having him as an option yeah. to be able to to pick. Somebody, well, I suppose again, we should better make a prediction on the Blues there. Top six. No. Okay. I, I can't. I don't think they. I don't think they will. You. Mighty, I have a feeling they I have a feeling them. You know, they're in a bad place at the moment. I have a feeling there might be one more twist because they're not. Too far away from it. I just, I, I do worry that sides like Ulster will, will really kick on another gear now. Um, but I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out. They should. I yeah. wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. Um, see, yeah. See how the. Uh, but it'd be, it'd be important for them. They need European rugby, I think. Yeah. Um, that squad. Uh, They'd be devastated if they, if that didn't happen. But you know, it's a. It is a, a definite. Um, Oh, it's a definite possibility then, really. But it's a, you know, it's a real, um, it's a real possibility. Right, someone then I'm fairly confident on saying won't be troubling the top six is the Dragons. No, poor old Dragons. Yeah, battling on. Yeah, I think it's in real, real trouble now. I, I find it hard to only seem to win games when we're playing um, sides who've been shorn of all their internationals. Recent result against Leinster, what is largely a Leinster second string, showed where the, the top of that table and the bottom of that table are at because the Dragons were blown away in that game. And that's that's kind of um, epitomises where they are. Yeah, and that's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anybody that you've, uh, you've enjoyed watching? Um, any... Yeah, I think, you know, this season, Lewis Evans continues to be that kind of Mr. Consistent isn't Mr. Consistent um, the other back rowers have gone well too I think Cud and, and Ollie Griffiths well Cud always is yeah. another one isn't he but that's the thing I can't quite fathom is I know it's a it's a much weaker squad but there are options there especially last year when Toby was still there as well and you had all of those players there's some serious talents there you know I think Griffiths is good enough to play in mm. You know he's a he is a he's good pro rugby, twelve player, and he's got a lot more to come. I yeah. think. Then you've got you know the likes of Lewis Evans, who's comfortably good enough at that level. He's a very good club player. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I honestly, did, unless there is investment, which I can see no sign of it happening, it does look hard. It does look as though it's survival for the yeah. Dragons. I mean, it's difficult for the for those for those players as well, isn't it? There's, they, there's some there's some good good boys there. Um, and to be, you know, to be losing regularly, um, it, it's it's not easy, is it? No, it's you not. Know, turning up, you know, playing against these these stronger sides, it's a tough ask. 
and it's continually going into those situations. Yeah, I think um, you know it's just those it's those key positions that if we were able to strengthen in might make a difference. But those key positions would probably be That's where a couple look. of new props. Yeah, it was some money signings, isn't it? Probably a couple of new um, probably a couple of new second rows as well, and a, a fly ten, off. A yeah, ten, a ten. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a big difference with if those. It would because the outside backs out. haven't really clicked this season. But there's some some brilliant players. Hallam Amos has shown what he's capable of. Ashton Hewitt, when he's fit, is um, another player who's got bags of potential. Dixon and Morgan, I rate really highly. You know, I suppose Pridey's never really kind of shown what we what we hoped. But not, again, he's not a bad player at that level. No. No, you know, club club players even. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot to be done there. And Kingsley comes in for a lot of stick, but I also just think, you know, what coach what in the world is going to get anything? Yeah, is going to get anything out of out of the Dragons? It's it looks like a long, a long, long way away from um, from getting any it's better. Sad, really, because the as you as you go into those names, that's an, that's. Quite an exciting. There's a lot of exciting backs, but they're not going to stick around, are they? No, you know, no. I mean, Hallam Amos looks as though he will, but one of two things will happen: is they'll either get overlooked He's, because they're playing in a very poor side, or they'll leave the Dragons in order to to you know to pursue their career. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to be a lot of a lot of the the better players. Then they're going to be overcompensating, doing more, tackling more. You know, they're going to be. Open themselves up to probably more injuries as well because that does come into it. Yeah. Um, I think sadly, more of the players will move away mm. from the Dragons, and the Dragons will get weaker unless there's some sort of intervention. Yeah. By. Uh, well, I mean it, and it's got to, it's, it's not going to come be, privately. It's not it? going to be the re, it's not going to be the union. Sorry. So it's no. yeah, it has to come privately, um, and people have not been queuing up. No, there's been notes. There's been no. There's been, there hasn't even been any any chat or no. talk or rumours. You know, not you, you would have expected a few rumours to yeah. come out. Um, there's been nothing, so there really must be. They're back to square. This, this club has been on the market since April as well, actively yeah. seeking uh, new investments since April. So, I mean, that's uh, is a real a real worry. What then um, can we look forward to to kind of put the dragons to one side? Because we need something positive, I think, to to finish on. Um, what are you most looking forward to uh, about 2017? Be that uh, be that club or international or or a player. What are you um, What are you particularly looking forward to when it comes to when it comes to next year? I'm really looking forward to seeing the battle between Sam Davis and Dan Bigger mm. at club level on who on who gets that ten shirt because uh, the Ospreys seem to. I know Bigger um, was injured at the beginning. You know, the beginning of. Uh, of, of, of this year but the Ospreys I believe are favouring Sam Davis and you know score a lot of tries when he's there controls the game so I'm, I'm interested to see how that pans out because I don't if Dan isn't played week in week out I think we'll see he, he's not going to be happy with that mm. he won't take that whereas Sam will for a certain period of time, but even he's now, you know, he's, he's a super cocky individual. In a, in a, you know, he's a confident, yeah. man, confident individual. Um, yeah, they're friends, but I, I, I don't know. I'm just fascinated to see how that's going to pan out. Um, it's going to have to be some some super careful management of those two. Um, and you know, will we then 
will we then see maybe bigger coming into the centre? You know, will they be popping him at uh, twelve? Who knows? I don't think they don't need to, but I don't think he is at all. I think they've got more than enough options at twelve. But with, he's such a with Matavesi and Beck, and yeah, when you know when Hook joins the the setup as well. Yeah, you know, has Dan Bigger played much rugby at twelve? No, but he's uh, he's an influential character. Um, he's well liked down there as well. Yeah. You just wonder whether some they may create a create a space for him. I'm not I'm not saying that that's what I would do, mm. but I just think that's going to be really interesting. I agree. See. I think that's going to be a fascinating battle actually yeah. as to who comes out on top yeah. in that in in both the black jersey and the red jersey of Wales. So yeah, I, I look forward to seeing that as well. I'm going to name something slightly different. Sticking with the backs though, which you know. As you can tell from my build, I'm not I'm not a back, but I love nothing more than watching good, exciting back play. I'm looking forward to seeing the emergence of some Welsh wingers. I think that's an area where we've needed um, we've needed strengthening and needed options, and I think there's some really exciting prospects there. So obviously Keelan Giles being the most talked about, and the most obvious, yeah. but you've mentioned him already, and um, and Steph Evans at the Scarlets. I think he's got so much. He's proven at club level. I think he's got so much more to give. Yeah, real kind of rapid off the mark, great finisher, massively confident and stocky build yeah, as well. Powerful player. So I really hope that those players. And I say, you know, Hewitt and um, Hewitt and Amos at the Dragons as well. Hopefully they can they can crack on. But that's what I that's what I'm kind of looking forward to seeing is um, is some more options at uh, on the wing. So watching some young, exciting Welsh wingers. Be, yeah, that's that'd be lovely to see because I, I'm with you. I think we've uh, we need to um, we need to get some some real competition for the wings. We haven't we haven't looked that good at the international level, have we? Um, and there's we've probably got about five or six potent, you know potential wingers there that could uh, could make the step up. Mm. Um, the other chap who you didn't mention there is. Um, uh, injury prone chap at the Ospreys um, Eli, Walker. Eli Walker yeah yeah. if he can just stay fit um, I mean he's been called into, to the Welsh squad hasn't he a couple of times and he's yeah. picked up injuries and then he's yeah um, he's had a cap or two hasn't he but only in the warm ups because he's powerful quick knows where the line is yeah no um, I, I really there's like another, Eli Walker there's another one because we don't we don't seem to have that genuine out and out pace do we mm. um, and then David you know David Howells with his raw um, yeah, that's good call. Good show. So yeah, uh, looking for looking forward to seeing that, and uh, we'll see plenty of that over the next um, over the next couple of weeks, where we have got the derbies to look forward to uh, over the festive period, and we'll be previewing those on next week's show. So make sure you uh, make sure you download then and um, and see what we've got to say about that. And as always, uh, feel free to get in touch with us at Attacking Scrum facebook.com forward slash attacking scrum and most importantly leave us those reviews uh, on iTunes and uh, yeah we'll look forward to chatting to you next week Sports Social Podcast Network